This is the Tailored Transformations Podcast, where you will hear relatable transformation stories from our personal clients that will inspire you to create change in your own life. My name is Cody McBroom, and I am the founder and CEO of Tailored Coaching Method, a world-renowned online fitness and nutrition coaching company, and I am proud to introduce the host of our Transformation Podcast, Ariel DeAmper. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Taylor Transformation Podcast. I am so excited you guys decided to tune in and listen again. We have a very special interview today. It is with one of our amazing clients, Oliver, and I'm really excited for him to come on, share his story, share his transformation thus far. Um, I think that's something really cool about each one of these transformations is that as we share them on the podcast, it's not done right? They're in the middle of their process. They're evolving. And I'm just so excited for him to kind of share what coaching has been like, um, what he's achieved and how his life has changed. So Oliver, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah. So why don't we get started by telling our listeners a little bit about yourself, who you are, where you're from, and we'll just go from there. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, my name's Oliver, and I live in North Carolina. Um, I've got a wife and two children, one who's special needs. And um, a little bit about my background, I uh, competed in CrossFit, um, sort of in the early days, uh, competed on a team, went to the CrossFit Games, um, just very much fell in love with uh sort of functional movement training, um, being originally from Ohio, uh, was exposed to Westside barbell was also interested in, you know, powerlifting and incorporating sort of the conjugate method into my training. Um, but sort of after the games and as I kind of, you know, got older and, and started a family, you know, my sort of focus on training and everything shifted, um, to, you know, just trying to, to have like a mental stimulus in training, um, just something that became something enjoyable. I didn't really have like specific goals about hitting numbers or this and that. Um, and eventually, uh, you know, I got somebody to program for me and just like sort of virtually and um, stuck with that and, and thought that was pretty good. But then I, I think I found myself kind of getting into, into overtraining uh, type position and um, ended up sort of injuring my shoulder um, a couple years ago and then uh, had surgery from that and um, you know eventually just ended up kind of wanting to work with Cody and and get my nutrition dialed in so I could you know come back from from an injury um, you know and still be able to do the things I enjoyed. Mm, that's such a cool story so it was like CrossFit athlete. And then the family kind of came after that. Yeah, that's exactly how it went. And, um, you know, I think, you know, when you're, when you're a CrossFit athlete or just really any athlete, I, I think in sort of the early days, I mean, that that's where you're pouring a lot of your energy into, you know, that's like your focus, you know, your, your main thing is about eating for performance, not necessarily eating for aesthetics. Um, and, you know, just training all the time. And I think that, you know, when you have a family, you have to start looking at like where you're putting your time and energy and effort into, and it just started kind of going into those areas. And I think I 
I did my best for a little while trying to balance the two, you know, still trying to, you know, compete and, you know, do family and focus on my job and, and those things. And it, it just becomes harder and harder to try to like pour your energy into all those, you know, spread yourself kind of too thin. So I think that it would, the obvious thing was just, Hey, let's just dial back, you know, the time spent and, you know, in training and, and just, you know, focus on, on what you're really, you know, enjoying in life and try to be present. Yeah, no, I completely agree. I like to say like, you know, if it like picture like a stereo and we all have these different dials and, you know, like I'm speaking mom life, you know, being parents, working sports and all of that. And so I totally understand. I always say like, if we have every knob turned up, we're going to blow the speakers. Like, yeah, no, totally. Certain seasons. Yeah. And so then you went into a period you got injured. How did you find Cody? Yeah. So, you know, I think like my understanding and, and actually I have sort of an exercise science background a little bit. And, you know, my understanding of nutrition was mostly from the performance standpoint, you know, I really didn't understand um, a lot in terms of eating for aesthetic purposes. So I think, you know, as like my focus turned off of training, you know, and more for enjoying working out. And I really wanted to uh, look the way that I was working out. I think a lot of people kind of are, you know, they spend so much time training and they're just not seeing the results, you know, maybe it's like translating into maybe you're getting stronger or maybe, you know, you're getting faster or things like that. But like, it just wasn't really translating to like the physical. Um, so, you know, that's just sort of like the background of that. So I would, I, I went through like paleo and like zone like, you know, all these different sort of nutrition regimens that I think aligned with the, you know, uh, you know, CrossFit and, and surrounding communities, but I didn't really, really understand that um, in terms of tracking, like, you know, using the MyFitnessPal and things like that. Yeah. Um, and then I started trying to do it on my own, you know, and just in terms of like tracking and, you know, and, and trying to change you know, caloric intake based upon like how much I tr was training or how little, and it was just kind of becoming like a mess. I don't think I really was, was, it, it was just kind of like all over the place. Yeah. Um, so then, you know, I ended up, as I said, just kind of going to an overtraining mentality. Cause I was like, well, I'm just going to eat more. I'm going to train more and I'm just going to keep training. And I ended up um, just injuring my shoulder and pretty much like a standard kind of workout. There wasn't like really like, oh, like I, you know, it was, it was almost like an overuse workout, you know, just too many kind of pull-ups or something. And um, it, it felt like um, a strain that never went away. And I, I just dealt with it for a while, just trained around it. And eventually, you know, I, I um, found out that I tore my rotator cuff and, you know, it's going to you know, need to go into surgery. And I just had talked to, you know, former athletes, um, friends, just about, you know, coming back from surgery. And there are so many stories where people are like, I just never was the same, or, you know, like, I can't, I just can't do this, because I had, you know, knee surgery, or this, you know, this kind of surgery. And, um, you know, one thing I didn't mention was that I, I before I even started going into CrossFit, I actually had a significant knee injury, just snowboarding out in Colorado and just devastating knee injury, um, had like almost like a full knee reconstruction. 
and had honestly had trouble even walking afterwards. And I, I used CrossFit as, as a form of rehab um, before I even started like getting into competing. I mean, I was like squatting onto boxes, you know, and using like bands for pull-ups and just, you know, I, I didn't start off from like, you know, a, a place of like, oh, I'm just like, you know, a good athlete and I'm just going to go into this. Like I really started, I felt like at the bottom and I saw like what, you know, proper sort of nutrition and training after surgery um, kind of led to, but, and so taking that experience and then applying it sort of later on, like when I needed surgery, like I just know I needed more support um, to kind of come back from that process just because I was filling my cup with, you know, family and work and all that. Like I just kind of needed some support to get through that. So um, the, one of the the guys I knew who is, who is doing my programming knew, knew Cody and I just ended up kind of reaching out to Cody and, and saying, Hey, I will do, you know, work with you to, you know, come back stronger um, after the surgery. And he was like, okay, let's do it. Um, I really didn't have any expectations. Um, and, and it was literally just like a day by day kind of thing, because, you know, like it's one thing to just start like a new nutrition regimen and it's another to start it like right after you, you know, you have surgery. Yeah. Oh my goodness. There are so many good little like nuggets and things that you just shared. I think, so two things I know I want to touch on. One is the frustration of attempting to lose weight or change your body composition and like, kind of like throwing spaghetti at the wall and hoping that it sticks. Like, I don't know, so-and-so did paleo and it's like, I, I, it's, I know, cause I was there too. I think I might've shared this in my interview where just like, I remember like eating quinoa and salmon and I'm like, I don't know, they said it's healthy. I'm just going to eat this avocado, not realizing the impact of like energy balance and how it all worked. And then I am honestly a very similar trajectory where it was like, I don't know, I'm going to dabble in my fitness pal, I guess. And I'll like do it. But like the calories they give you versus like the online calculators, I was like, I don't know, am I gaining weight? Is it a fluctuation? And that can be so frustrating when you're putting so much effort in, as opposed to having someone that can just like help give you the guidance. Hey, let's try this or troubleshoot. Like, especially as coaches, you know, we see the patterns and we see the trends and know like where there might be some like mix up because at the end of the day, as, as a lot of people are getting to that mentality. Like, let me just work out a little bit harder. Then I, I'm not working out hard enough. That's why you can't tell. That's why it doesn't look like I'm working out when it really is. You can honestly never outwork poor nutrition or a bad diet, however you want to articulate it. And so I think that was so wise of you to be like, okay, we child and error. Let's see if we can get a little help and change this. Because the other aspect of this is our goals will change. And that's okay. Like, right? Like, whether it's more for performance, more for aesthetics, more for lifestyle. Like, I know my husband personally, like, he's like, I, I want to be strong. I want to, like, be able to go to the gym. But I also want to feel comfortable like taking my shirt off and going to the pool and jumping in with our daughter. I want to like go to the beach and just feel good. And it doesn't matter like guy, girl, single dad, like when we show up confidently, it's like, yeah, you know, I take care of myself. Our whole life is different, right? Like uh -huh. we have life, our confidence, our relationships are deeper. Like I think a lot of people underplay like 10 or 15 pounds. Sometimes it's even just five for women and just because we're smaller humans, or it could be five for a guy as well. But it's like, 
sometimes we say, say uh, it's, not, it's just like, it's just like 10 pounds. Like, let me just put up with it. Right. But if mm-hmm. learn the tweaks and changes that you need and you're showing up at a, like as the best version of yourself, like with that confidence, with that empowerment, it's so cool to see. I know I experienced it firsthand where it's like my relationships were stronger. I was showing up better um, at work, you know, to my daughter. It was just, I was just getting more fulfillment out of each day, like making that shift. Did you experience anything like that? Yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, just also going back to just like throwing sort of, you know, spaghetti at the wall, um, you know, I, I was doing with whether it was paleo or I mean my my caloric intake was probably like all over the place and like my weight actually wasn't really fluctuating that much like I was one of those people where you know even if I ate a lot or if I ate a little it just it didn't seem like I was gaining or losing weight it didn't seem like I was gaining muscle or losing muscle it's so it that was a part that just even became more confusing to me is like I'm doing these different things but I'm actually not seeing different results um, and, and so that's when it got, and, and when you hear about CrossFitters or, you know, other athletes, like they always talk about like their caloric intakes are so high, you know, just because like they're training a lot. And so that was in my mentality too. It's like, oh, I got to eat a lot because, you know, I'm training a lot. Um, and even when my training started to dial back and I started sort of just eating less, like I, I was still eating a lot. Um, and, and I think that's actually like one of my flaws is like, I can just, I can eat a ton and, and, you know, and, and it would in like no time flat, (laughs) you know, so, and and that was the hard thing, but yeah, I mean, when I did, you know, start working with Cody and, you know, I was like starting to see results, you're right. I mean, it starts like trickling out into everything else. You know, you have that confidence, you have that. And I think the mental, you know, impact um, you know, people probably don't, uh, put enough weight into because, you know, like coming back, you know, from surgery or any sort of like illness or sickness, like you're in a vulnerable state, you know, you're in a state where, um, you know, you're, you're injured, like you can't do, you know, the things that you used to do, used to love doing. And it, no matter what that is, you know, if it's like, you just hurt an ankle, or maybe you have had surgery on, you know, your a gallbladder or whatever it is, you know, it's limiting you in some degree. And, you know, when you're coming out of that and you're, you know, stronger or you just, you're feeling better, you have that energy. I mean, it's really, it almost like helps you to heal quicker because now, you know, it's like you have that visualization um, and just that, that positivity and that optimism which I think, you know, translates into, you know, allowing yourself to, to heal better because you're not adding to that stress. You're not adding to that, you know, cortisol or, you know, adding to that negativity. Yeah. And it's like, we're getting more, that's 100%, you know, true. And um, I'm sure that's something that the listeners are going to continue to hear as a trend amongst all the coaches, all of the clients, and even more research is coming out about how much our psychology is tied to our physiology, right? Like if you have the thought, and I know Cody has shared like um, reels and like, I'm pretty sure he might have a YouTube short on it where he talks about like a study where they had different milkshakes, right? And our perception of what we are eating will 
actually alter our hunger hormones. Like we will secrete more or less leptin or ghrelin if we feel like, and we believe I'm in a deficit, I'm starving, right? If, if you're continually saying that in your brain, your brain will read that signal and be like, oh my goodness, okay, keep eating, keep eating and send you those urges and those impulses to keep going because we are primitive in nature and those things are, are going to happen and our thoughts really do um, heal. We see this obviously like within the placebo effect and, and so many other, and so many other places. And so it's really cool when you're like, yeah, I'm showing up for myself. I'm really, I, I'm, I'm really living a fulfilling life. Right. And that comes through being intentional with your thoughts, just as you are with your food or your budget or your kids or your house or your work. Right. When we put in that intentionality into it and we're seeing the results and it's motivating and you're feeling really great. So it's so cool to hear you experience that and see the benefits outside of just, yes, the physical transformation, but in other areas of your life as well. Um, yeah. So and it's like, and even going into sort of the nutrition piece, I mean, when I was working with Cody, I mean, he was helping me with, you know, daily journaling and, you know, um, you know, being more present and mindfulness and things like that. So I think it was like the all sort of encompassing uh, aspects. It wasn't just, you know, sort of the physical transformations, but it was like the other work that I was, you know, putting into and he was really instrumental in um, helping to navigate that, you know, because every time we would do sort of like weekly check-ins and things like that, um, that was something that that I really wanted to continue to work on is just like, okay, how do I keep, you know, motivating myself? How do I keep the, you know, positivity going, you know, just to like help support that. Yeah. Did you anticipate that coming into coaching? Were you, um, because you had heard about Cody through a trainer, were you like, okay, this guy's going to like give me macros and help me lose weight? And, or did you anticipate like, oh, he's going to help me like better my whole life? Yeah. So I definitely didn't anticipate like, you know, him bettering my whole life because like, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't want to, I want to go into new, you know, experiences with that sort of beginner mentality of like not having expectations and just being like, okay, well, let's just, let's just see how this goes. But at the same time, um, before even sort of like choosing to kind of like work with them, you I mean, even though somebody is, you know, that you respect suggests like, Hey, you should, you know, talk to Cody. Um, you know, of course, like I looked at the videos and, you know, listened to some podcasts just to get a sense of like who he was and like who, you know, who he works with, what kind of, um, uh, you know, approach does he have kind of thing? And like, would that fit well? And, you know, just based upon the information that, that I was able to get, I was like, yeah, this sounds like it would be a great fit. And, you know, but I definitely didn't have that expectation kind of going in. I just kind of wanted to see, you know, how things would go. And, um, and then, you know, I think it just kind of turned into like a snowball, like in a good way. Um, you know, it just sort of started off like having that low expectation and just saying, okay, I'll see how it goes. And then like, oh yeah, this is, this is good. And then like, oh yeah, this is better, you know? And then like, oh yeah, this is really great. Yeah. You know, and so much so that, you know, like even after I was, you know, I'd, I'd be considered like, you know, good to go. Like I still kind of, you know, had, had maintained working with Cody, you know, just because I, it was something I just really enjoyed doing. Yeah. I love that so much. One, I love that idea of like a beginner's mindset, right? How do you get to the top of a staircase? How do you get to the top of a mountain? 
one step at a time, every single time. There's we unfortunately can't teleport ourselves up there, right? Like we just got to take one step at a time and saying, okay, I'm going to learn what this macro thing is. Okay, I'm going to incorporate journaling and doing all of those kind of steps on the way. And I think it's 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 so powerful and it's so cool. This is where like coaching really is more more than just macros, right? It's like it dives so much deeper, and I love cultivating that deep relationship with each one of my clients, you know, as like Cody has modeled so well for all of us as coaches, because the more that you get to know someone on that deep level is where we can really begin to help, right? But it's like, Hey, here's this journaling prompt. Oh, I know that on, you know, Saturday, you guys have date night. Okay. Like here, let's try doing this. Let's try going through this flexibility and just understanding the dynamic, being here to listen, cultivating that relationship, because I too have clients, we all do. We have clients that, you know, they get to their goal and they're like, okay, so you know what? And it's like, maintenance is tricky, right? Like I was yeah. like, maintenance is so much harder than losing the weight because when you're going through a weight loss period, right? You're getting the dopamine hit of the scale going down. You're getting really motivated because you're seeing results. You're seeing your body change, you know, you're moving forward and you're learning new stuff and it's exciting and the novelty of it. And so all of that package together, okay, we lost the weight, we can do it. And now you know what to do. And you're, you get to that point. It's like, okay, I know what to do. I learned the tools. I practiced, I saw results. Now we shift to maintenance. And this is the thing. Maintenance is all mindset. It's all mindset. Like, how do you get yourself to keep doing the things you were doing before? How do you, you know, show up in that way? Um, and, and make that shift. And so there's so much value in the accountability. Like, right, like mm-hmm. back in, what has been the most beneficial for you in the maintenance kind of, because that is that where we're at right now? You're just kind of maintaining? Yeah, I'm just in maintenance right now. I mean, I'd say like the most beneficial thing, well, having gone through, you know, the months and months of, you know, sort of the weight loss and, and all that, um, you know, but I did have time that I like took off, you know, I'd have like breaks, you know, diet breaks, you know, I'd be on vacation with my family, you know, and just enjoy the vacation time with my family, even though, you know, I was in, you know, a diet, you know, a deficit phase, you know, and I think the thing that I eventually had learned uh, through that process was like, yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd have a week, I'd go on vacation, I'd, you know, gain, gain a little, but like, at like, physically, I wouldn't look that different, you know, most of that way would be sort of like water weight, or, you know, just kind of carrying that, but then I, I'd be able to get right back on track. And so I think that that just showed me during that time, like, hey, you know, like, you can take some time off, and it's not going to like totally run you off, you know, the road. And so I think that's helped in in the maintenance phase, because like, I still do the same thing, you know, I still have you know, we still have sort of like date night or, you know, I've got a day during the week where I just don't track and, you know, I can eat the things I want to eat. And then I, next day I'm back on track, you know, or I can go on vacation and just do whatever I want to do for like the week and, you know, get back on track because, you know, and I think that's just like what, what life's all about. I mean, it's, it's not, I mean, certainly I think I've, I learned to make, you know, good choices and, for, for 99% of the time. Um, but I think you also have to be like realistic and you want to live and, you know, want to enjoy the time, you know, with your family and celebrations and, uh, things like that. So, 
I think that that's been the most important piece sort of during the maintenance phase is just kind of like, you know, allowing yourself, you know, a lot of, you know, people love to use, just give yourself grace, you know, and like, just allow yourself to, to still, you know, enjoy the things you want to enjoy, but also be able to get back on, on track when you need to. Yeah, I, that is so cool. And I'm so glad that you guys were able to like navigate those different seasons and found something that works well for you. Like, Hey, midweek, no tracking date night, no tracking like this works and experiencing it, having someone help guide you, give you like, tell you some options, alternatives and ensure you like, you know what, let's just get back right back on. And I promise you rinse and repeat. And you have a really good rhythm with that. And that's the cool part about like maintenance is it's kind of, I always like to say like, let's approach it with some curiosity where it's like trial and error. Like, you know, maybe you're um, a Monday through Friday, I'm going to track and the weekends. I'm not, or vice versa. There's some people who, you know, practice mindful eating during the week and just track on the weekends or not at all. And just like learning those different tools. And one thing I always love is when clients allow life to be life, right? Where it's mm-hmm. not like, hey, I have nothing going on for the next 12 weeks. I can really dedicate myself. No, that's never going to happen. That's like, mm-hmm. even, even if you think that you're not doing anything in 12 weeks, something's going to come up, right? Some kid, something at work, a project, uh, um, like something in a family member, it doesn't matter. Like something's going to come up. And I'm always like the messier, the better, right? Because mm-hmm. if you can learn to manage your nutrition and maintain your weight through date nights, vacations, works, various seasons, holidays, like that's gold, right? Like that's yeah. so, that's so empowering because that's where a lot of people get their hang up. Like, I don't, I don't think I've ever gotten an application where they're like, I've never tried to lose weight before. I'm just like, just seeing this now, like, let me give it a shot. They're like, no, I've been yo-yo dieting. I've lost some weight, maybe trying this. I don't really know. So it's cool that you guys were able to, did it take you a while to kind of like come up with that system? Has it been gradual or did you kind of? No, I mean, like, I think early on, you know, I just went all in, you know, when I first started, it's like, okay, let's just do this, you know? And, and then after a while, I was like, you know, I'm kind of missing, you know, this, or, you know, I'd really like to do that. And, um, you know, so then I started kind of introducing those things. Like I love pastries kind of thing, you know, and I, it was killing me to go, you know, to some of the coffee shops and see these beautiful, you know, cinnamon rolls and all this stuff and just be like, you know, not have anything, you know? And so, you know, then I started just being like, okay, well, I'll just have like a little bit and it's not going to like throw me off, you know, and I'll try to like, guesstimate you know the best I can in terms of macros you know but it's like having a couple bites or just even having half of it it's not the same as having like you know five cinnamon rolls or something like that so just slowly kind of introducing those things and then seeing that it wasn't really like impacting my overall goal like as it was moving forward um and and then you know saying okay like yeah this is this is fine like it's actually not not negative at all and then you know being able to like slowly introduce you know those other things I think was was really helpful in terms of like date night like we you know we'd go like my family would go out we'd go out for ice cream you mm-hmm. know and then have it not you know really you know impact you know the overall you know goal on on the weekend kind of thing so uh, I love um, that yeah so I, I was just gonna say it, for all of my all or nothing listeners which that's a lot of us, our brains love doing that. Pause, rewind, listen to Oliver again. I think that's so, so true. And I just like, I, I like to say it's not 
uh, never. It's just not right now, right? Like, mm-hmm. if, like never have no. Just like not right now. It's it's Tuesday. It's a pastry. Yes, it looks good, but I'll save it and I'll have it on the weekend or whatever it is. Yeah. Or you know what? Let me try you know, to have a piece of it and guesstimate what it is in my macros. I'm not going to be exact, but I'm also not going to try and hide it and avoid that. Like I didn't have it. I'm going to, you know, guesstimate to the best of my abilities. And I promise like, right. Like, and you're another like example of a fifth, a fourth or whatever of a pastry is not going to ruin your goals. It's not going to set you back. Um, I think a lot of people misplace the word consistency with perfection, right? It sounds mm-hmm. to me you were very consistent throughout your journey, not perfect. And that's a beautiful, sometimes people will say like, oh, I could have been more consistent. And I was like, you were very consistent. And I was like, do you mean perfect? Because that is where we get into those, you know, that black and white, either I'm, I'm eating five and I'm not tracking it, or I'm going to like white knuckle it and not have it and be miserable. But it's like, I can have a bite. I can guesstimate. I can include this, you know, here and there. And it's, it takes practice, right? And you learn the skills of delaying gratification. You get to practice that impulse control and another form. It's like, it's not restriction. It's just restraint. We do this in so many areas of our life. We do this with, you know, everything, our time, our finances, our work, absolutely every aspect. Is it worth it? Is it of value to me? And when you have the background of knowledge on macros, you can make that assessment. Like, is it worth it to me? Is it, is it a value? Do I need it right now? Is it something that I can wait for? And just making those decisions, I think is so empowering and a really cool little like nugget that I wanted to highlight because it's very easy to get stuck in the black and white, all or nothing, perfect style thinking. Well, yeah. And I mean, you almost have to do it too. Like I, I had a lot of, you know, work trips like during that time and you know, you go out to eat at a restaurant and guess what, you know, you're, you didn't pick the restaurant, somebody else did. And you're, you know, and you're trying to figure out like, you know, what's, what's the best way to go. So I think, you know, when I, when I started learning that I can guesstimate and it it wasn't really impacting, I think that was also very comforting because it wasn't because, you know, when I was working at home or working from home, it's like, I could control so many variables, like, you know, the Monday through, you know, like just, through the entire week. I mean, even on the weekends, even if I went out and I had, you know, sort of like a treat um, that, you know, I couldn't control like 99% of the time I was controlling everything else. But then, you know, when I would have these work trips um, and I was, you know, and it wasn't quote unquote vacation, you know, then I'd have to, you know, figure out like, okay, I go to a restaurant. Well, I'm going to get this or I'm order this and try to like, you know, estimate based upon that. And then just see that that wasn't really impacting like, you know, my overall goal and be like, okay, yeah, I can, I can do this, this piece, you know? That's awesome. I'm so glad that you were able to navigate that because that's a reality of it too. Like sometimes my clients ask me, they're like, Ariel, I'm going to this restaurant. They don't like have a menu or calories and I don't really know. And I, I was like, so taking, you know, what we know, what's the, what's the best option we can make. And there's always mm-hmm. going to be a good, better, best spectrum right? Like we can look at it and say, okay, you know, what are some other things surrounding this? Right? Like, and that always has an impact too. Like if you know, let's say at a month, you have three week, three weeks where you're traveling, right? Not every, just not every outing needs to include alcohol and a dessert in the apps, right? You can pick and choose. 
which ones maybe you want to splurge a little bit more on and enjoy as opposed to picking a lighter option. And like you said, through the reps and through the practice, you're like, I'm at the point where like 90% of the time I'm picking the healthiest or, you know, like a healthier option, a lighter option, one that's going to align to my goals. So that's really cool. Yeah. And I think the other thing I learned too, is like, I almost started putting more emphasis on like sort of the the things I thought I couldn't have or the things I thought wouldn't be like as good of a choice. And, you know, I just found really like just as much enjoyment out as out of sort of like the healthier choices, you know, at least most of the time. Um, and I was just putting like too much like weight on, on the sort of like treats, you know, just being like, Oh, it's going to be, I'm missing out, you know, it's like, I want that, you know, dessert and you know and then when i when there were the times where i'd have it it's like yeah that was that was pretty good but it wasn't like life-changing you know yeah uh i'm so glad that you shared that that's such a good one that's such an important point um and something that um because whenever we're like there's a lot of associations with food like food is not just food right it's mental it's emotional it's social it's environmental it's part of our work and so being able to like be in a place, right? Because no, that's another reason why a lot of people struggle to maintain. They're just like white knuckling it through. But if you can pause and say like, okay, what's the purpose of this event? Why am I here? You know, and no matter what, I think a lot of us don't want to like deny ourselves of something, no matter what you're denying yourself of something, right? You're denying yourself of this 10 second treat. Like you said, like it, it was good, but not life-changing or you're denying yourself of continuing to make progress for your goals, building up your confidence, your self-belief. And it's like, that's a lot heavier weighted, right? And when we can go into any situation and say, you know, I just really want to be present. I'm here for the experience. Mm -hmm. Food will not make or break an event, right? Like I recently went on a trip and um, actually it's like, I get, I, I was thinking back and sharing like, whether it was my birthday or Easter or just like so many events when we have our TCM meetup, I can't, it was in February. I can't tell you what I ate when we were at the meetup. Like I can't, mm -hmm. I'm, I was like, I know Cody took us like this fancy steakhouse and I didn't get steak cause I was on prep and I was dieting, but I maybe got, did they have white? And I'm like trying to think, and I was like, I don't, but you know what I do remember? I remember like laughing with Brian, one of the other coaches, as we were talking about the dating scene in Texas. I remember Cody and I like laughing about like some Kevin Hart jokes. I remember going in the hallway and like taking pictures with Rose. Like that's what I remember. And so taking a step back and saying like, what do I want the highlight of this trip, this adventure, this whatever experience to be? And that's so cool to hear that exact process unfold in you. So yeah, yeah, totally. When like kind of looking back at your journey, is there anything that you feel that was like, this was a pivotal moment for me? Because it sounds like like throughout the whole episode, you're sharing so many like nuggets and wisdom and ways that you learned to navigate and like, and just reach your goal in a way that feels like so damn good, like so damn good. Mm -hmm. Was there any like one moment that stands out? Uh I mean, you know, I, I don't know if there was one moment. I mean, I think like, you know, one of the challenges I had, um, you know, cause I, I actually sort of was consistently just losing weight throughout the whole process. I mean, it, it didn't really, it, it only slowed at some point. So I know that that's probably not everybody's experience because, 
you know, it's, it can be sort of challenging, but I think that, um, you know, when I just saw the weight kind of coming off to me, that was kind of like the aha moment because I, like I said, I had dabbled in like paleo and zone and like, you know, trying to track my own macros. And I, and as I said, I ate a lot or I ate a little, I wasn't seeing changes. Um, but, you know, for my particular macros, I had what, you know, sort of like a lower fat. Um, and for just, I guess my body type or just like whatever, it was just working for me. And that was something actually I'd never tried before. So just seeing those results was sort of really empowering. I'm like, okay, this is like really happening, you know? And then like, when I started to like, sort of see my abs at some point, I was like, okay, wow, this is really working. Um, and then there was like, you know, and this is probably not what anybody wants to hear, but you know, I did have like a vacation sort of like towards the end and I had gained like a lot of weight um, just in that one week, which was a lot of just water, but, and I think that was the other thing that I realized sort of towards the end is like, I was relying so much on the scale, like week to week to see that progress. And even though I was seeing like, you know, the transformation on the outside, I was still almost like just putting so much emphasis into the scale. And then like towards the end, um, you know, I did sort of like gain all this like water weight. Cause I, you know, it sort of you know, went off, I wouldn't say I went off the rails, but you know, I just was, I was on vacation kind of do my thing. But then like, I still was looking the same. It wasn't really changing, like how much I was looking on the outside. And, you know, eventually like I just, you know, that weight kind of just settled out itself out, you know, in, in sort of my maintenance phase. But like, you know, to me it was like, and now I don't, I don't really go on the scale because now I'm just like, I'm tracking and I'm just like gauging based upon like how I feel and, and sort of look. And, and so that to me has been probably the best part is like, now I'm just, I'm kind of just, I feel like I'm just moving on and I'm, I'm just focusing more on myself and not like a number or something that I feel like I got to, you know, hit. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I think that's so stinking cool. That is definitely a huge, that's a huge moment for a number of reasons. One, I, again, for all the listeners, we all have situations where we might overindulge, might overeat, might see a huge spike in the scale. In that moment, that is when there's so much value in the coach, right? Because a lot of people want to like hide in guilt and shame. Like, oh my gosh, did I undo all of this? But having someone that you built rapport with, that you feel safe with, that is something that's inevitably going to happen. Like, and when you bring it to the table and we have this conversation around it and we figure out ways to navigate it and whatever that looks like is so beneficial. And I think that's amazing that you were able to like, just kind of experience and have that aha moment, right? With like, okay, let's look at more than the scale body. Um, you know, it's, it's about the consistency over the longevity of time. And a lot of those little like wins and nuggets in there. And then also the reminder that this thing is this health and fitness thing. It's for life and it comes and goes in seasons. There might be another season where you do want to weigh yourself again. There might be another season where you do want to track more diligently. There might be a season where you don't want to track at all. And that's okay. Like I would say good players pivot and throughout like, coaching and learning, you have this like toolbox that you can get. And so it's like, Hey, you know, like I know personally for me, 
I like going into a little cut right before summer, right? Like it's, it's perfect timing. And so during that time, I'm going to be more intentional with my food, my decisions, different things of that nature. And then fall for us back to school, all those things. Maybe it's a little bit busy holiday season. My weight's at the top end of my weight maintenance range, whatever it is, or I'm not weighing myself as consistently. Like nothing is the be all end all, but like the cool thing is like, you know, Hey, if I want to get six packs, a six pack, six pack abs, I know how to do it. Right. Like I know what works for me. I learned it. I could show up and I can also be comfortable and confident right here. And I can weigh myself and I can not weigh myself and I can track my food or I could have a mindful day. And like, that's so cool because I, I just like, that's true freedom and autonomy to live the best version of yourself. However, that looks for you. Yeah. And I mean, you know, you, that, that's exactly what happened with me. And that's why having a Cody is, you know, a coach was great. And just having a, a coach is, is really great because, you know, I was like, oh my gosh, I just undid everything. It's like totally messed up. You know, why did I do this? I shouldn't have like ate all that stuff. It wasn't worth it. And, you know, and, and Cody was definitely like, listen, like, just take a, take a step back. You know, like you've done all, you know, you've had all this progress, like you've been consistent, like you said, and, and that's what it's all about is just, you know, the consistency and, you know, I'm sort of glad that that happened too. sort of like when I had a coach, you know, when I sort of was in this, this deep coaching um, period, because then I got the tools to kind of manage it so that, you know, now that I'm, you know, in sort of real world, you know, and I'm doing this and, you know, I, I sort of understand that. And it's like, I'm not going to beat myself up about it because like, I'll just be like, okay, well, I'll just get back on it you know? And, and I think that's the thing. It's just important to like, you know, be kind to yourself and, and understand like there are going to be setbacks and in some ways, you know, of your goals, whatever they are, if it's losing weight, if it's like a CrossFit competition, if it's whatever it is, but just know that, you know, it's not for whatever happened, it's not forever. And that you can still kind of keep working towards, you know, whatever that goal is. Yeah. I love that like, yeah, once one step at a time, whatever that is, and just showing up. So, oh my goodness, Oliver, I enjoyed having you on so much. Thank you for sharing all about your wisdom experiences, being so open and vulnerable. I know a lot of the listeners are going to get value and just, you know, a sense of encouragement from listening to you talk and sharing your story. Um, One thing I'm ending every episode with is one of our core values as part of our mission statement is we say, we're just ordinary people that decided to be a little extraordinary, right? Like most dads aren't rocking six packs, sir. So you decided (laughs) to level up and and show up. Do you have any advice that you want to share with the listeners on like, how does someone go from just ordinary and maybe in that ordinary state, they're filled with fear, doubt, you know, is it worth it kind of thing to like extraordinary, like what advice do you have to get to the place where you're at now? Um, I I think what I sort of like live and die by is, is just taking, you know, that one step forward. I mean, there's plenty of times when I don't feel like training and, and I, I have the privilege uh, of having, you know, a home gym just in my garage. Like I can go in there anytime I want. And, you know, a lot of times it's just about just going in there and starting to stretch, just starting like one thing, just starting that one thing, you know, and, and I, it's the same for nutrition. It's just like, 
just having, you know, start with that one meal, you know, or that one snack and, and just that that's what leads to all the sort of big things down the road, you know, but it's like just making that small step because I think the thing is like, when you think about, I don't know, and I'm not even talking about myself, just other extraordinary people uh, and whatever they do, you see the big things, you know, but you don't see the stuff, you know, the day in day out, like kind of just small incremental works. Um, and I think that's, that's the most important piece. And, and, you know, one thing um, after, you know, my surgery, I really wanted to have a goal to like do a CrossFit competition, you know? So my buddies and I, we ended up doing Wadapalooza this past January on a team, just scaled team, no expectations, like, hey, let's just go, let's have fun, just kind of, but I wanted to do that after I had shoulder surgery. And it was the day in, day out work, like in the garage, by myself, sometimes cold, wet, whatever it is, but it's just that those single step pieces that culminate into, you know, the larger thing, you know, at the end of the day, whether it's the competition or whatever, but it's, it's just doing the small works, you know, and just understanding that, even those small works, um, you, they may seem insignificant at the time. It's like, okay, well, I'm just going to work out for 15 minutes today, or I'm just going to do five minutes of on the bike. Cause I just, I don't feel like doing this, but it's just like being consistent and no matter how big or how small, but just keep moving the dial just a little bit, just a little bit, you know, eventually gets you to those like big things, you know? Yeah. So that, oh my that's my biggest piece of advice. That was such a good piece of advice. That's that 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 nugget in itself is so powerful. I like to say our brains off, often offer the suggestion, uh, a little bit won't hurt. Like, eh, whatever. But I like to say a little bit adds up, right? And that's exactly mm -hmm. what I said. Like that one extra pull up, that one rainy cold session, that one serving of vegetables, like it's all that compounded over time. And just start with one step. So if you're listening and you are interested in getting started with coaching or at least learning more about it, we are going to have a link in the description box below. Um, it's completely free. You can hop on with any one of our coaches and just kind of talk about where you're at, how we can help you um, in this season of life, whatever that may look like. And so like Oliver said, just take the first little step. So um, thank you again for joining us today. It was like such a pleasure to have you. Um, thank you everyone for listening. I hope that you guys have a great rest of your day and we'll see you next time. <laughs>